Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Are you tired of investing your time and your energy into relationships that go nowhere and you know deep down the common denominator is you. You have awareness that whatever you're doing right now in relationships is not working, it's not serving you, and you are ready to take ownership of this area of your life and finally learn how to embody a securely attached, confident woman who can attract a great relationship. If that's you, I have a very special invitation I want to invite you to apply to the Empowered, Secure, and Loved program. This is a program designed to help you no matter your attachment style, no matter your relationship past, it will help you move to secure attachment so that you can show up confident, you can communicate well, you can navigate any kind of conflict, and you can create that relationship that you've always wanted while simultaneously having high self-worth and high levels of self-love. If that's you and you know that in 2022, you are ready for a great relationship and you're committed to getting there, I want to personally invite you to apply to the ESL program Use the link in my Instagram bio. On Instagram, it's at Dr. Morgan Coaching, DR Morgan Coaching. And the link is also in the show notes. Spots are extremely limited. So go apply now to reserve your spot and start your journey to high self worth and great relationships. Hello, it's your host, Dr. Morgan. I cannot wait for this episode. How is it already November? I know it's like already halfway through November. I cannot believe it. I feel like July was a week ago. Is anyone else experiencing that? I don't know if it's the post-pandemic experience of finally being kind of back in the world or just all of the amazing things I have going on in my life. I'm not really sure, but this year has flown by. I cannot believe that we're headed into 2023. By the way, I feel really good about the year 2023. 23 is my lucky number. I used to play basketball. And of course, like every other child of the 90s, I wanted to be like Michael Jordan. And 23 was always my basketball number. And I just love that number in general. So anyways, I'm very excited for 2023. And I cannot believe we are heading into it. I want to let you know November is a giveaway month. We are hosting a giveaway 
where if you appreciate this podcast, all you have to do is leave us a written review on Apple Podcasts, take a screenshot of the review you left, DM it to me on Instagram at Dr. Morgan Coaching, or send it via email to giveaway at Dr. Morgan Coaching. Then you will be entered to win a one-on-one coaching session with yours truly. I never do these for people. This is incredibly rare. So this is a really cool opportunity to get an entire hour with me one-on-one and you can ask me anything and I would be honored to coach you. So make sure you enter to win. It's a really, really cool opportunity. It takes you two seconds to do it. And leaving a written review is the best way to help the show. So in order to celebrate the 2 million downloads, that's the giveaway that I'm doing where you can enter to win a one-on-one session with yours truly. And doesn't matter, men, women, however you identify, if you've been in the ESL program or you're new to the podcast, it doesn't matter. It is eligible to everyone. So make sure you enter. Okay. There's so many things going on right now in terms of things that I have planned and things that I'm going to be launching with you all. And I'm just so excited. I, I have a lot of excitement in my life. And that's usually a sign to me that I'm growing and I'm on the right track. So if you're lacking that excitement and you're kind of feeling like, oh, the holidays, here we go. I want to just encourage you, stop what you're doing. Get your calendar. Put some time on your calendar for yourself. A lot of times we get into the everyday, we get into routine and we're comfortable. We're just doing the same thing day after day and we lose connection with our inner guidance system. We lose contact with what it is that we need and what it is that we are excited about. So carve that time out for you. Make sure you are honoring that space where you can connect with yourself. We're going into season where it's so easy to listen to what everyone else wants from you, to think about your to-do list, to think about your holiday shopping. Learn to prioritize time with you. Invest in yourself first. That way you can show up better for everyone else. I was just talking with the women inside of the ESL program about this. And I was saying we have to learn to unapologetically fill our own cup up first. And you realize when you get good at that, you are improving all of your relationships. I realize I could have done a whole episode on that topic, but hey, there's your bonus content for this episode. Get your calendar out, prioritize that time with you, start filling up your cup first. And I know if you're a single mom or you're incredibly busy in your career, you can feel like there's no time. If you feel like there's no time, that means you need to make more time. That's a sign that you have been completely brainwashed, that there's no time for you and that you need to prioritize everything else. I'm telling you, your happiness, your life, your self-worth depends on you drawing a line in the sand and making that time 
for you. So get your calendar out, prioritize it. Even if it's 10 minutes to start, I want you to think about where is the time that I am investing in me? And this can be time journaling, time doing yoga, or looking into something that you're excited about, or going on a walk, or connecting with a friend. It doesn't matter, but all it needs to do is fill up your cup and give to you so that you feel taken care of and you feel supported. All right, moving on. I want to get into today's topics. This is a tough love, tough love, tough love, um, tough love episode. Calling you out. Okay. Some of you listening will be like, yep, that's me. That's me. I want to talk about two things that could be getting in the way of you attracting the relationship that you desire, the relationship that you deserve. And these are pretty common things. I run into this a lot. And I kept running into it so much. Finally, I said, okay, I have to do an episode on this. And I might offend some people, but get ready, right? Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to tell you what I notice. And if it's you, give yourself so much compassion, so much love, and take ownership that there's something that needs to change. So let's talk about the first thing that I notice that gets in the way. Intellectualization of relationships. What the hell does that even mean? Intellectualization is a defense mechanism. And when we think about it, like you hear the word, it's intellectualizing. That means being in your head, right? What this can look like is using a lot of research and terms and analyzing to death your connections. And hey, I can call this out because this was me at one point, right? Like I have so much empathy. If this is you, I get it. So this would look like going on your dates and then analyzing um, the person's attachment style, coming up with theories about what they're going to be like as a partner. Um, this could also be really throwing around a lot of different clinical terms. I see this so much with psychologists, which, hey, I am one too, but uh, there's a lot of let's come up with fancy jargon and not talk about the actual emotional experience, right? So when we're intellectualizing, we're using our intellect, we're using our intelligence as a way to talk about something or go through an experience and avoid actually feeling. We're avoiding our emotions when we're doing it. So this does not serve you in dating because it's a way for you to distance from your emotions as you're dating. And the reality is the emotional data, so how you feel with someone and what it is that you're feeling, that is the most important data. You need to be able to know how do I feel 
as I'm dating this person. So if you are intellectualizing the hell out of all your connections, you're not going to be able to get the data that you need to. I also see this as getting in the way of someone's healing process. Like I said, my people in the helping professions are the worst. And this used to be me where we're just analyzing our past through the lens of an intellectual understanding. And we're able to explain, oh, yes, I have a disorganized attachment style. I experienced relational trauma. And what I learned to internalize is that I need to perform in order to receive love. Notice how as I'm saying that, it's like a robot, right? If you're intellectualizing, you're not allowing yourself to feel. The beautiful thing is when you can become educated and you learn about attachment theory, which obviously I do teach in the ESL program, and I'm a big proponent of education. Hello, PhD. Like I do believe in education. However, I think it does people a disservice when they use intellectualizing as a way to not feel. So the the beautiful thing is being able to be educated, to understand the terms, to understand attachment theory, and to feel. We want to be able to do both. So I just want you to be aware, are there areas where I'm just a lot more comfortable explaining it in an academic way or using terms or using jargon, and I'm not allowing myself to feel. Okay. That was number one. The second thing that I see that's blocking a lot of people and gets in the way of you having that healthy, great relationship that you deserve. I don't talk about my own relationship too much, but like holy shit, I did not know that this was available for for so long. Um, And it's an incredible partnership, emphasis on partnership. And I'm supported and I'm deeply loved and I'm fully myself. And I'm building a life with a partner. I'm building the life that I want with someone. And I'm completely free to still grow as an individual. I could go on and on, right? Like, that's the kind of relationship you deserve. It's so available. If I'm able to get to this place where I'm having this kind of relationship, trust me, it's available for you too. So anyways, the second thing that's getting in the way of you having that holy shit, I cannot believe this is my life kind of relationship is Using your standards as a defense mechanism. Okay, I offended some people. (laughs) I want to say this. I love standards. I believe in high standards. I believe in clear standards. And also not having expectations, which that's a whole other episode, standards versus expectations, right? But I'm a proponent of standards. However, what I see happening again and again is people are going on dates and maybe they're having a decent connection with someone and they're saying, oh, but he doesn't have the career that I think 
that my partner should have. Oh, but you know, he's 5'8 instead of six foot. Or he just doesn't like to travel as much as I do. I, I mean, I've heard it all. Okay. I, and I, I don't mean to make fun. So, so let me talk about this. You need to have standards, you need to have clear standards, but you have to do some work to uncover the standards that actually matter. The ones that actually matter. And this is a really fascinating thing. Are you ready to go down a little rabbit hole with me? So the more healing work we do, and the more that we learn to accept ourselves, so not to judge ourselves, to be fully accepting of who we are, to love ourselves, the more we get to that place, our standards move towards the reality of what we actually need. So let me walk you through, and you might have to rewind that, but it goes, when I said that, I mean, it connects to that foundational truth that the relationship you have with yourself is going to greatly impact the relationship you have with others. So here's an example. I'll do myself. Early on in my dating life, I had low self-worth. I thought that I was ugly. I thought that I had to prove that I was good enough through my physical body and through gifts and through being the perfect girlfriend. Um, I seriously thought that I had to become a size six or less in order to be loved. So as you're hearing this, like I know that a lot of you can relate, and I'm speaking to the level of self-criticalness that I had. Right. So, walking on the treadmill every day for hours, eating 1200 calories a day, completely restricting my food, um, throwing myself into becoming this perfect person. Guess what kind of standards I developed in my dating life? Has to be six foot or more, has to be in great shape, has to have a great job, has to drive preferably. German car, like a BMW. I kid you not, that was on my list. Um, all this stuff that I'm like, oh my God, like, wow. Um, it was, yeah, I'm embarrassed to say, but hey, it's let's get vulnerable. So th- that's the truth, right? Um, all of these external, physical, material things. And it was not serving me because, by the way, then I'm attracting people who value those things. And then they're reinforcing to me that I'm not worthy of love and that I have to try to be a certain way in order to be loved. So it's all contributing to toxic relationships, horrible dating patterns, etc. Right. Um, And then fast forward to healing, doing deep, deep belief work investing in coaches, therapy, doing all my own work, right? And I finally get to this place where I love myself. I know that I am worthy of love unconditionally, that because I am, I am worthy of love, that I don't have to change who I am, etc. And that I'm a high value partner, that I have so much to give and that there's people out there who would be so lucky to date me right? So I get to that place. And 
what starts to change for me is my standards and what I'm looking for. And these standards become this. I desire a partner that helps me feel supported. I desire a partner that I can feel cherished and adored and deeply loved by them. I desire a partner who values intimacy and wants a high level of closeness in a connection. I desire a partner who wants to co-create a life together while also supporting each other as individuals. So notice how I went to that shallow list of literally height requirements, career career requirements, etc. to the shit that actually matters. And that's what I want to call out. And I'm not saying that physical appearance doesn't matter because that's not true. You do need to have some physical attraction. However, there's a lot of you that have created your type, quote unquote, and you're blocking yourself off from an incredible relationship because of how narrow your type is and the things that you're looking for don't align with what really matters. So by the way, like I know I don't show my boyfriend on social media, but he is an attractive man. I'm not saying it's like, oh, pick the emotional things and then um, date someone who is an ogre. Like, no, you, you do get to have both. You get to have physical attraction and the deeper values of partnership. You get to have both. Um, and there's a lot of you that are using this exact type of yours as a way to avoid real intimacy, as a way to be really honest with yourself about what it is that you want. And I would almost call it being unconsciously avoidantly attached, where you're dating and maybe there's some connection And you're noticing that you're going to open up a little bit or that this person is genuinely interested in you. And then you go to your standards list and you write them off. You're like, oh, but they're just not tall enough. They just don't make enough money. Right. I want you to remember that the relationship with yourself sets the foundation for your relationship with a partner. And a partner is not going to give you anything that you can't give yourself. A partner is simply a multiplier. So if I don't feel loved and I don't feel worthy and I don't think I'm beautiful, a partner cannot come in and give that to me. Only when that is already there can they come in and multiply that love and that feeling of being cherished and the support, they can come in and add to it. They can add value to your life. They cannot fill a hole. They cannot create something that's not already there. So this should be really empowering to you. Although for some of you who have experienced lifelong patterns of the emotionally unavailable person and you're stuck in repetition compulsion, 
sometimes this this realization is actually sad because you're going, oh my God, I've been putting all this energy in trying to get someone to love me, thinking then I'll be happy. And I've wasted all this energy when what I really needed to do was heal the relationship with myself first. So I know when I was having those wake up call moments, I was really pissed off. I was like, can I get back all the hours I devoted to trying to be a certain way in order to be loved? I would like a refund on all the time I spent trying to get a man to love me, right? Like there's some anger and I think it's healthy to actually acknowledge that anger and feel through it. Um, It's okay to do that. And then say, all right, I accept it. I'm moving on. And from here on out, I'm realizing that I create the foundation for how I want to be treated, that the relationship with myself is the most important relationship, and that I'm completely worthy of love. And I'm aligning myself with receiving, not making it happen, not chasing it. I'm aligning myself with receiving love and care and respect and genuine curiosity and partnership with someone who wants to grow together and create a kind of relationship that we both want. I feel like this is so important because oftentimes we'll be chasing someone and they just don't want the same kind of relationship that we want. They want the occasional hangout or they they want the like, hey, are you up? Let's hook up the physical connection, right? Or they want the person who looks good on their arm at their friend's wedding, but they don't want partnership, intimacy, closeness. They don't want a teammate. And you have to realize You want to invest your time into someone who wants to build the same kind of relationship that you want to build. I love my house metaphors, as you all know. So this is like trying to build a house with someone and you want to build two different kinds of houses. Like you have to want to build the same kind of relationship and be clear on it. And obviously that unfolds. It's not like date one, you go in and you say, this is the kind of relationship I'm trying to build. It unfolds, it takes time. But as you get clear on what your what your visions are for a relationship, if they don't align, you're wasting your time. Okay, I hope you loved the tough love episode from me today. And as I said at the beginning, this is a giveaway month. I hope you take advantage of that. I can't wait to see who the winner is. We will be announcing the winner on December 1st. Go to the show on Apple Podcasts, leave a written review, screenshot it, DM it to me on Dr. Morgan Coaching on Instagram, or shoot it over in an email to giveaway at drmorgancoaching.com. All right. I appreciate each one of you. And you know, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk to you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. 
The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.